God is omnipotent. He's all-powerful. Nothing is impossible for him. You know, he spoke the word and the entire universe came into being. He created us out of nothing and made us in his image and likeness and, and he created us for glory. But he gave our first parents a choice and they chose in their pride to reject and rebel against this this glory God had created us for. And as a result, sin and suffering and death reigned from the days of Adam and Eve. Yet God in his goodness never abandoned us. And as time rolled on, so too did God's plan for our salvation begin to unfold. And tonight, as we celebrate Holy Thursday, and we enter into the most solemn days of the year, We're entering into the pinnacle of that plan of God for our redemption. God is omnipotent, but this plan, paradoxically, involves not a display of grandeur or omnipotence, but a display of tremendous humility. I would venture to say we, we see this dynamic in what we celebrate tonight. In fact, I would say we even see it in our gospel. I'll I'll pick one passage from this gospel. We read that Jesus rose from supper, took off his outer garments. He took a towel and tied it around his waist. Then he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and dry them with the towel around his waist. Now, of course, that's talking about the washing of the feet, but... What on earth could that have to do with God's plan for our redemption and Christ's passion and death? Well, Archbishop Fulton Sheen, he once wrote about Christ's washing of the feet, and he said that in our Lord's action on this sacred night, we see a summary of God's plan of salvation. He was a much better preacher than I, so I'm just going to read from what he said. Rising up from the heavenly banquet, in intimate union of nature with the Father, Jesus laid aside his garment, he laid aside the garments of his glory, wrapped about his divinity, the towel of human nature, which he took from Mary, poured the laver of regeneration, which is his bloodshed on the cross to redeem man, and began washing the souls of his disciples and followers the merits of his death and resurrection. It's beautiful. But think about this, right? God, the omnipotent God, the way that he chose to redeem us, he who created us with a display of power and majesty, he chose to save us with humility. St. Augustine once said that the humility of Christ is the medicine of man's swollen pride. The humility of Christ is the medicine of man's swollen pride, for pride, as is said in the scriptures, is the beginning of all sin. We see this humility of Christ in in him washing the feet of his apostles, right? The lowest and most menial task he takes on, a task that is so low, Peter at first won't even allow him to do it, right? Right? 
He washed Peter's feet, who would deny him, and Judas's feet, who would betray him, and the other apostles who would abandon him. And we also see this tremendous humility of Christ in the two sacraments that he institutes on this night at the Last Supper, the priesthood and the Eucharist. With the Eucharist, we see both God's omnipotence at work as well as his humility. As we heard in our second reading on this night, Jesus took bread, he broke it, and he said, this is my body. He took a chalice filled with wine and said, this is my blood. Do this in remembrance of me. Jesus is true God and true man, and so he has this omnipotence, right? God's omnipotence was displayed at creation. He said, let there be light, and there was light. What God says happens. The same is true with Jesus. He says, Lazarus arise to the dead man, and Lazarus comes out of the tomb. And on this night, nearly 2,000 years ago, he said, this is my body. And it became his body. And Jesus held himself in that moment in his hand. This shows us the omnipotence of God. It's a miracle made possible because God's all-powerful. But the Eucharist, it also shows us our Lord's profound humility. You know, during Jesus' visible stay on earth, uh, he concealed his divinity so that only his humanity could be seen, right? If we had been blessed to grow up with Jesus, we might have known he was very special. But to think he's God in the flesh, uh, that, that would have been hidden from us. You know, he only peeled that back for, for three of his apostles, Peter, James, and John, at the Transfiguration. But in the Holy Eucharist, he hides not only his divinity, but his humanity as well. He offers us his very body and blood to nourish us supernaturally, to nourish the spiritual life of grace that he gives us. And in the Eucharist, he is profoundly available to us. Virtually any time of the day we can come and bend the knee before Jesus Christ who is really, truly, and substantially present body, blood, soul, and divinity in the Eucharist under the appearances of bread and wine. In his humility, he gives us this sacrament of his perpetual presence until he comes again. And tonight, after Mass, we will have an opportunity to spend one hour with him in the altar as, he's, as the Eucharist is placed in the altar of repose. At the Last Supper, Christ instituted the Eucharist, but he also instituted the priesthood when he said, do this in remembrance of me, do this in memory of me. And here, too, we see a similar mix of God's omnipotence and his humility. We see the omnipotence of God because through the sacrament of holy orders, a man becomes a priest. He's configured to Christ in such a way that he's able, he's able to act in the person of Christ. A priest, a human being, purely a human being, very much a human being, fallen and a sinner, when he's ordained and holds bread and says, this is my body, and a chalice filled with wine and says, this is my blood, it happens. It becomes the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus Christ. When the priest says, I absolve you from your sins, it happens. 
the priesthood that Christ institutes on this night, it also shows his humility because he entrusts this profound responsibility and the care of himself, even, in the Eucharist to the hands of his priests, men who are sinners, um, fallen men like us all. These are the mysteries that we celebrate tonight on this night that our Lord was betrayed, this most solemn time of the year. As we enter into the mystery of Christ's humility in the Eucharist and the priesthood, his humility in laying down his life on the cross, only to raise it up again, let us keep in mind the words of Jesus himself who told us, Learn from me, for I am meek and humble of heart. This triduum, let us seek to follow our Lord, to learn from him. For remember, his humility is the medicine for our swollen pride. His humility is what, it's the medicine we need to cure the most deadly of diseases, sin.